0: Hello, and welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. I am your host, Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Vogie. We got some follow-up emails to get to today.
1: Yeah, I feel like, well, I know I have some fun stuff. You said you have some fun stuff. I got some
0: wild stuff. I have a story. It's not a follow-up, but like a new story. I don't even know how this is physically possible. I can't (laughs) wait to get to that one, because I feel like, I mean, it kind of blew my mind when I read it. It's disturbing. And wild?
1: Well, sounds right up
0: my alley. Well, the world was wild this last week. I have no farts in a jar today. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) True story. Before she left last week, I gave her a hug to try to figure out if that jar was still on her. And lo and behold, it was not. She like
1: patted me
0: down. She goes,
1: where's the jar? And Mm -hmm. I'm just dying laughing because you know me too well. I know you. I had tried to stash it in like her baby bag. (laughs) purse thing where you have all your stuff diaper bag? in there, right? Yeah, diaper bag. My baby
0: bag. bag. Well, whatever
1: you... <laughs> your baby bag is like a Michael Kors mini backpack, so I wouldn't call that a diaper bag.
0: Oh, that that's a purse. That's just a... Like, if I go to the zoo or whatever, it's just like a okay. easy little... Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I tried putting it in there and like shutting the super...
0: <laughs> I knew it was somewhere. I'm like, there's no way she's going to try to leave this house without planting it somewhere.
1: I wanted you to go somewhere and you open the... Purse, that backpack to get something out, and there she was. I would have cried. A little fart jar.
0: And then today, I hid my purses, the diaper bag, everything. (laughs) There was like nothing out. Like no coats, nothing.
1: I'm on to you, Gina. I'm not wearing my coat today. I'm just wearing a sweatshirt. I have nowhere to conceal.
0: Well, in that little front pocket of your hoodie there, you kind of could. You know
1: what? You're right. I would need a more slender container (laughs) than
0: the last one. A pencil box to fart in. Well, I will get to our first follow-up email, and this is from Mike. If you guys remember from last week's episode, he uh, sent us a really nice email, and um, he had talked about how he had some disabilities, and so we asked a few more questions. So he says, hey, so to answer your questions, yes, I have been trying to put myself out there. I was on Tinder for a while, but didn't have much luck. Recently, I've been on a dating site for people with disabilities, and there, too, I didn't have much luck. I've always been just the good guy friend. With the platonic female friends I've had, don't get me wrong, I appreciate being that person for my female friends. Unfortunately, society, by and large, probably with the exception of this community, which is absolutely amazing, doesn't see disability and sexuality as a topic that's worth any discussion. I wonder why. He says his disability is cerebral palsy. Yes, Gina, you're 100% correct. I'm a very shy and nervous person by nature nature who constantly lives in my head, unfortunately. I should try to stay the course, so to speak, and keep putting myself out there. I'll definitely keep you two posted on how things progress.
1: Well, I think he's got 100% the right attitude though. Just keep putting yourself out there.
0: You never know, honestly, because it's like, I even feel like if, even if you don't have a disability or you're, you're not a shy person and whatever, I still feel like dating is hard.
1: For sure. Absolutely. But
0: I think like, If you just keep trying and putting yourself out there, you never know what will happen.
1: Right. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with being a good guy, you know? And if some Mm -hmm. people see that as like, oh, I'm just going to friend zone him, then they're fucking missing out, you know? Yes. I think this guy's, he's got the right attitude. I think he just needs to keep going forward and the universe will place the right woman in his path for sure. Because a good guy like him eventually will win, for sure.
0: He also says, then, as always, you two make me laugh when listening, then my... I started to well up with tears, scratching my head. For years, I used to struggle even asking for a simple hug from a woman just because I was deathly afraid of rejection. This whole topic is very personal for me. Melinda, you mentioned there being a way you two could help me. So with that, I was just saying like, you know, we could. I'll put something on my story like, hey, check out this guy. We need to get this guy like a good
1: social media profile so girls can be sliding in his DM, you know? Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I hope that even just kind of talking about it, Makes you feel better.
1: You yeah. know, like
0: I wish I had more advice or things to help with, but I just say you keep putting yourself I, out there. And you yeah, never I know. feel like
1: he's doing all the right things. He just needs to keep putting himself out there. I'm glad he's a listener of ours. I like him. I like Hell yeah. Life. We need to we need to see if he's got some social, social medias. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe that would be the, the place for it, you know, so girls could slide right on in his DMs. All right. Well, I have a follow-up from our girl Taylor. Mm. If you were listening last week, she has the friend. They were both in the wedding. The friend was cheating on her boyfriend. The boyfriend's in the wedding. This was a big, big little snafu. So I reached out to her. I said, I hope we helped a tiny bit talking through your situation. It's a tough spot for you to be in. That's for sure. Keep us updated. She said, you definitely did help. And before I listened to you guys, I talked to some other people in the friend group and we all agreed I should talk to her. See, that was a good idea. One on one. And when I did, I basically told her we wouldn't allow anyone to treat her like that, and we weren't down watching one of our friends being disrespected like that, which is
0: totally true. Because
1: if it was her friend that somebody was doing this to, how hurt would her friend Mm -hmm. be that they just all allowed this to happen? And and if everybody
0: knew it was going on and they didn't tell her, she Mm -hmm. would be furious. Absolutely. And that it also
1: wasn't really cool, and that I never want to be put in a position to judge her character That I love her and I support her through everything in life, but definitely need her to tell him about the other dude. And she did. And he immediately came flying up from uh, Delaware to make sure it was right and prove to her that he wanted to fix the issues between them because he never wants her to go anywhere. I guess she didn't come all the way clean and didn't tell him she brought him over or that they were sleeping together. But he knows there's someone else, so my conscience is clean. And what those two messies do with their privates... Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Isn't my problem anymore. No. At least he's in the know that something was going on. And yes, that makes me feel better for them too.
1: He's aware of the other dude now. And, you know, basically Taylor is like, all right, y'all, whatever you do now, <laughs> figure it out. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, she said, thank you ladies for helping me navigate my shit show. Oh girl, we all have some shit shows from time to time.
0: And you can still keep us updated. If shit gets wild too, I'd like to know. Yeah, the wedding (laughs) isn't until next spring. Right,
1: right. Anything could go down. I wonder if they'll still be a couple by the time the wedding rolls around. Wouldn't that be interesting if like they both showed up to the wedding like after they had been broken up with different significant others? Oh,
0: well, all I can say is, you hope that they both end up happy, whether it's separately or together. Yeah. And Taylor, now your conscience is clear mm-hmm. and you did a good thing. You were a good friend. You were a good friend to both of them.
1: Yes, she was definitely a good friend to both of them. So, so yeah, still keep us updated in case, in case anyone, else. the people need to know. And by we need people, we know. mean me and
0: Gina. Yes. <laughs> Or whoever else is listening. Uh, I have another follow-up story, and this is from our listener story that was sent in, and she went by the name No Socks. And remember, it's kind of a surprising email because then mm-hmm. the revelation that her husband has a micropenis, but he would rub her feet for her, and that was yes. sensual. <laughs> so I was basically like, you know, we need more information on the whole micropenis situation and like... You know, it seems like he rubs your feet. Is that all? Is there more that he does to take care of you? Yes. So No Socks says, he does nothing to please me in bed, but the feet sometimes. (gasps) I know. He thinks he's doing it, but my leg gets all the action. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. I finally have to say, okay, I've had enough humping. He's only touched my kitty maybe four times in the three years we've been married, and that's through clothes. This is not okay. No, no, no. He says, in time, in time. I've said, what time? He says, I can give him head because I love that, but there's nothing to suck. Uh, is what she says and you don't touch my kitty why would i do that hell no he's a good guy i married him after i lost my husband of 33 years to cancer oh, I'm, I'm not so having to work sorry yeah. that's
1: terrible
0: i'm not having to work he's got money from family but when it comes to sex i realized i get no more we had known each other over 33 years so it was a lot of promises and i said yes thanks y'all when i heard you reading my email i about shit thanks for making me laugh keep it up oh man <sighs> so you're kind of like a sugar baby
1: Yeah, this is a tough one, though, because there's a lot going on here. You know, she's probably still, you know, dealing with the loss of her husband because that's a long time to be married to someone. And that's a, you know, that's a terrible way to watch a loved one die. So there's probably still a lot of emotions there, you know, and I feel like here this other guy comes along and he's probably like, I'll take care of you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Which feels good Mm -hmm. to have somebody love you and take care of you, but- Let's be honest, sex isn't everything, but it is a big part of a relationship.
0: Yeah, and if he's not willing to please you some way, that's not good. Maybe not having to work and just being able to her life is better than...
1: Yeah, but you can only, you know... Rub your fucking clit so much before you want a dick in there. What if, what if,
0: like, you incorporate toys? Would he let that happen? Like, get a yeah, vibrator? Maybe there? she
1: should just buy a vibrator. Maybe
0: he's nervous. Maybe he's so inexperienced. He doesn't Hold know on, what he's no. doing.
1: Any vibrator is going to be bigger than him. So that might intimidate oh, him as that's well. That's true. Then
0: get a bullet. Yes. Get a bullet.
1: One of those little, like, little tiny my Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
1: I mean, I think that would be a good alternative. And maybe he can, like, let's skip the foot massages for once and bring, like, the bullet out and be like, you know, I want you to, like, touch me, kiss me, and then put this on my pussy, you know? I
0: mean – a foot massage is good, but I don't think and maybe I'm missing out, but ever had one that's led me to an orgasm? I have never so
1: had a foot massage that led me to an orgasm. I need some clitoral stimulation.
0: Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. that is not on my foot. So G-spot and clitoral stimulation. If you're not getting one of those, well, I
1: it's not necessarily a follow-up well, you know what fucking it is.
0: So, <laughs> I do what I want.
1: I do what I fucking want. One of our listeners, Carolyn, had sent um, that she's part of the micropenis elite. And, you know, I did say I would get her one of her t-shirts too. Don't worry. I'm going to make them. So she asked if I've seen the Howard Stern episode where there's a bunch of guests on with micro dicks. (gasps) It's horrifying. Oh, God. And she tried sending it, but it wouldn't let her send the link or whatever. But don't you worry, Carolyn. I Googled it. I Googled it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I watched... Half of it because I didn't have enough time to watch the whole thing. It's like almost an hour. And first of all, this had to have been a pretty older, like Howard Stern show sure. because he truly is a shock jock. Like some of the things he was saying to people, I'm like, oh my God, I don't know if he still talks like this nowadays. We worry about like censoring some of the things that we mm-hmm. say on here so pe- nobody gets offended or hurt because we don't want to offend or hurt anybody, A, eh? but like, oh my God, some of the shit he's. <laughs> I'm like, what the he's just like ripping apart these Oh my God. (laughs) But watching this show, I found a man that to me was like the most similar to my micropenis experience. Remember how I said he said it's like a turtle head? Uh Uh-huh. It goes back inside his body. So I, I hear. <laughs> That's like the funniest statement. It goes
0: back inside his body.
1: I have here pulled up for you. Mm. I just want you to press play and watch this unfold.
0: Oh my, is it actually his micropenis? Oh yeah, it is for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh my god. They're like all naked. Yes. Oh my god. That's Baba Booy man right Oh my, god. oh my god i have never seen one before like really other than like like a photo like a photo of it i have never seen that before
1: mm-hmm. it
0: looks like a vagina and yes. then he like pushes the skin and it pops like your, out like like a fupa yes and it pops out. Yes.
1: But do you remember I said I was like touching his like pubic hair and I didn't feel anything? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, That's because why. That it
1: hides in there. I, I
0: – I'm mean- stunned right now. <laughs> I just – I don't know. I guess in my head because I've never actually seen one. I just assumed – I don't know. They just – they're there. Like they hang out like a normal penis. They're no. just small. Mm-mm. But like he wasn't like super, super tiny, that guy. He was – no. Well, I'm <laughs> – <laughs> you gave me the look like a mom who has to like sit me down and have a heart to heart. I just one mean inch. like it. It is small, but like I was expecting smaller for it to be hidden like that.
1: There's another man on this, like the first guest that they have on there. Where? Why
0: would you subject yourself to this? I think to they just-
1: promise them money and like a trip to Mexico on like this porn cruise or something.
0: I don't know if that was me. I don't know, like if I had some something with my vagina, I don't know if Howard Stern would be the show I'd go on. Oh my God! So, I need you to send me the link to that. I really need to watch that whole thing. <laughs> Yeah,
1: because the first guy that goes on there, I mean, Howard Stern like rips him apart. He's like, "You have like C cup breasts," and the guy was like, "Yes."
0: (laughs) So he's not even just picking on his poor micro penis; he's picking on his
1: body. Mm -hmm. But his is really tiny too. Now there's three finalists. The guy that I showed you and two other guys.
0: It's a competition. Yes. What's, what, what is the criteria or like what, what do you need to win? The, the smallest? smallest? dick, yeah. Oh, good Lord. And
1: there's like four judges. The judges, <laughs> you have to judge whose is the tiniest. Now, I don't know who the winner is yet because I haven't watched the whole thing, um, but I will. Are you will, sitting on
0: pins and needles I right now? I will
1: finish watching it, but oh, man, I just... Yeah, that that to me was the closest to what my experience with a micropenis was. Like, it was just gone. It was just inside his body. And, I mean, I'm thinking about it now. Like, you have to, like, push on your, like, fupa. The fupa is a fat upper penis area, for those who don't know.
0: <laughs> well, in this situation, usually it's
1: pussy area. Or but- it's fat upper <laughs> pussy area, yes. Yeah. The body is so weird. It is so bizarre. <laughs> so, if you have to like push on. I'm
0: so sorry.
1: Which, I mean, it was dark when I had quote unquote sex with this man. But, like I said, I'd have felt nothing go inside my vagina. So, I. I think it was more like he was rubbing on my inner thigh or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, did he have to like pop it out like that before he put it in? <laughs>
0: You have to push this first. It's like one of those like uh those inflatable men you see at like used car dealerships. You have to like push the button to make it go. Mm-hmm. Oh my god.
1: Well Anne, that has to stink too if it's sitting Ew. inside. Ew. Ew.
0: You've <laughs> been sitting inside your fupa all day. You're so worried about how belly buttons <laughs> smell. You let this man with his stank micropenis get all up in you.
1: I don't think it went in me.
0: <laughs> you like sniff your thigh. You're like, what is this? Cottage <laughs> <God, it's> cheese?
1: <laughs> I mean, if it's a hot, s- sweaty summer day and you got your, you know.
0: Maybe it's protected in there.
1: I don't think so. It's sweating inside that FUPA. I'm pretty sure it gets a little musty.
0: (laughs) I just keep picturing it popping out. (laughs) God,
1: it's (sighs) Tina. And the guy, you know, my my micro penis experience, he was a little heftier
0: too. So I imagine, yeah, he probably did have to pop it out. I mean, you know me and like cleanliness. Like this is just... This is a tough one for
1: me. Yeah. I mean, I it was only the one time and I had been drinking, so I don't know if it was stanky. I don't
0: Oh, but maybe like maybe maybe if you like take a shower and you wash it and it goes in its little home, it just stays nice and warm in there. (laughs) Like you're just Oh my God. Yeah. Who sent that in? Carolyn. Thank you, Carolyn. Seriously, I will be watching this clip. I have to know who wins. <laughs> I need to know who wins, too. It honestly educated me so much more than just all the talk we've had on Micropenis. Like, I like that. <laughs> you have to see it. You have to see one, you know. I just did. I
1: know. That's why you have the understanding uh, it, now. It
0: all doesn't make sense still. It doesn't. I can't say it all adds up. It doesn't. It's still, it's like um, a wonder of the world. You know what? I
1: have to give the guys credit that were on this Howard Stern show. They were all like, hey, look at my tiny dick. All of them. They I like, just,
0: man, like, could you imagine, like, let's say you had, like, a really long nipple or something like let's say it was like 12 inches long or you know what i mean like would you just subject yourself to go on Howard Stern not on Howard Stern i wouldn't i I'd, mean cuz he kind of ridicules some of that i don't think i'd go on any public no you'd but read about guys... me in the newspaper like we talk about these people's weird stuff but there wouldn't be like a name well kudos to these guys for
1: you know just being like fuck it this is my body and if <laughs> you know whatever because that's basically what they did. And, you know, I hope that the prize, I'm pretty sure the prize was a cruise, some type of porn cruise, potentially. Uh I don't know. We'll have to update on that once we finish watching it. So I hopefully mean, if- they went and had a lot of fun after, you know, being very brave and showing their tiny penises.
0: If you were at a nudist colony walking around... I would be confused as to gender.
1: Oh, for the guy that I just showed you? Oh, for sure.
0: Because it looked like a bushy vagina. Yeah. That was... My mind is exploded right now. (laughs) Like, I can't even (laughs) form sentences. You're welcome. Mm. So, speaking of stuff that's in people's bodies... (laughs) Yay! This is the story. This is the story, by the way. This story is a lot of things it's disturbing and odd and i don't even i didn't even know humans were capable of this okay
1: Mm, i'm intrigued now
0: a woman who doctors thought had a uti actually had a blank stuck in her bladder for four years um what do you think was up there
1: in her bladder. Well, mm-hmm. I, can you insert an object into your bladder? Oh,
0: we'll get there. We will get there. I'm
1: like, it but has wh- to be possible, right? I'm going to say uh, some type of fruit or vegetable. She was probably trying to fuck.
0: But for four years. Maybe she was trying to fuck a like a,
1: a vegetable and it got shoved up there and like rotted.
0: Okay. You're going with vegetable. a
1: vegetable. Fruit food of some type. It rotted up there.
0: Think bigger. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. A dildo. That's too big. Think wider, not longer.
1: In a bladder? A bladder is not even that big. Mm -hmm. She shoved something up there. What is it?
0: A glass tumbler. (gasps) What? And how how she did it was she stuck it through her urethra. How? Now- How is the opening- Exactly. When I read this story, I'm like, I didn't- First of all, that's not, like if you've ever had a catheter, it's, anyways, so like, painful. it's not comfortable. But then, I, as I did like a little bit of like snooping around, there is a fetish for urethra play where people would put like pens, things like that oh in it, okay? Which to gosh. me is not something I want to play around with because, like if you mess that up, like it's a major surgery. It's like a big thing. Yeah, the fact that the what people with fetishes are doing is just pens, and this woman used a glass that you drink from.
1: And how did she not know that it didn't come back
0: out? <sighs> so she
1: she just it just sucked up there, and she was like, "Well, there's that. Guess I have to live with this
0: now." Well, I think I think for her, she was just embarrassed, maybe too to embarrassed to not get a glass tumbler
1: removed from your body. It had to hurt so bad, and she peed every time.
0: I can't even imagine. I can't either. This is so fucked up. Hmm. So she's 45 years old. She went to the hospital complaining of a uh UTI. Um she had symptoms such as leaking. The doctor well, yeah, I imagine
1: you're leaking. And could you
0: imagine like you think of like this in your bladder? A gl- I mean, look at like if you put a glass up to your body, how much did that it takes not
1: protrude. There's out?
0: there's no give to a glass either. No, it's not like it's rubber. It's glass. Ugh. Imagine how much it's taking up of her bladder. So you, I would think you'd have to be peeing all the time. Mm-hmm.
1: And what if some of the old pee gets like stuck in the cup? Ugh.
0: Well, here you go. Doctors were left stunned when scans revealed there was a glass inside her bladder. It was encased by a three-inch wide bladder stone. <gasps> It's, those are normally Ugh. so small that you can't even see them, like normally. So the fact that it was three inches big, they were shocked at this. Uh, but so she said that she had used the drinking glass as a sex toy a number of years before that. She had inserted it into her urethra, obviously we know that's the hole you pee from, instead of her vagina, which I can't even imagine how you expand that that much.
1: She must have been putting more than pens up there for a couple of years. How does it not rip? To be able to, I don't know, maybe it got stretched out. I have no idea. Oh
0: my god!
1: That I mean, you think about it. I know a urethra is different than a butthole, but people use those butthole expanders to like slowly expand their butthole more, like the bigger butt plugs and stuff. So maybe she started with a pen, but like moved up to I don't know something in between a <laughs> a pen and a tumbler. I can't even think of <laughs> something in between then because an eraser. I guess. I don't know. A wooden spoon?
0: A Uh, wooden spoon. (laughs) So doctors had said that a lot of people – who have done anything kind of like this, they're scared to seek medical advice because obviously, like... They're embarrassed. Yeah. So she had severe inflammation of her bladder um, several different times and went into the hospital for that. They never investigated it. Like, I'm sure they just put her on, like, antibiotics. Ugh. She didn't have any blood in her urine. She wasn't having problems peeing. But they did notice the higher normal red blood cell count. So they always just thought she was fighting off... A UTI. Oh, my God. Um. So then what ended up happening is they, they took an x-ray, and you can see this thing. Oh,
1: my God.
0: And if you look at this picture-
1: It's like sideways in there.
0: It's sideways in there, and it's also like the big ball around that is the bladder stone. <gasps> look how much it's taking up of her body. Oh, my God. Like gosh. that's got to be pushing organs- in yeah. different directions. Oh, my God. So I am not condoning this. I don't think this is something you no. should do at all. This is this is disturbing on a lot of parts. I don't think you should be shoving anything inside your urethra. No.
1: Whatever happened to just a dildo if you want to shove something up there?
0: She's from Tunisia, so maybe maybe it's not as accessible to get a dildo, but I don't think... I, you shouldn't be putting anything in glass. Use
1: the mail. That Use a P.O. box. Use something. You can have – they ship dildos worldwide.
0: I'm just saying it's not the <laughs> smartest of things to be inserting into your body anyways. What if it would have broken inside of you? Yeah. Like having to have your urethra repaired, like that's no joke.
1: I wonder – so did they remove the whole thing?
0: Yep. They were able to remove it. Oh.
1: Can you imagine the relief waking up from that surgery of not f- having that in your body?
0: I I can't even imagine. I just like this is one of those stories where it's it's just really hard for me to wrap my head around.
1: Yeah, I I just I I can't still fathom how you stretch your urethra enough to get a fucking glass tumbler up there
0: it says that they performed surgery to remove the bladder stone and then they cracked the bladder stone open and the whole glass was just completely still intact which in and of itself is insane is insane
1: well apparently she just likes big objects shoved up or i don't know she definitely could not have a micro penis for a man <laughs> like she's we're just both over here shaking our her heads i yeah this one i i
0: can <sighs> yeah mm-hmm to doozy mm.
1: My mind is blown. That doesn't happen often.
0: Yay! Do I get the award of the day mm-hmm. for blowing Gina's mind?
1: You certainly do. <laughs> it's definitely something I will never ever do: is shove anything up my urethra. Nothing, not even a freaking pen or pencil. It's disgusting. Ugh. All right. Well, I <laughs> You're like. Okay, then. <laughs> I know that we said we would not talk about this topic again, Michael Babbitt. Here we are, and it's not Michael. Oh, was that his name? John. No, John
0: Bobbitt. <laughs> <laughs> what is Michael Bobbitt? It's his brother. It's his brother. It's not John Bobbitt. What else do we say? A farts in a jar. No, you nailed it. It's John Bobbitt. We said we would. Are you serious? <laughs> I never said I would stop talking about him. And I know you can't stop talking about him because you love him so much. The people want to talk about it still, apparently. I do. Too. I do want to talk about Michael Bobbitt. <laughs> Maybe his name's John Michael Bobbitt. I don't know where Michael came from. I don't Michael know if it
1: from. is. I'm shocked. Well, Maxine sent in a little thing to us. Said, Hi, ladies. I wanted to leave you with a fun fact considering I had to deliver sad news about the Florida Poly group the last time we spoke. Okay. So, Maxine said, Hi, ladies. I wanted to leave you with a fun fact. Mm-hmm. There is a sea worm that is named after Lorena Bobbitt. The name is inspired by the scissor-like jaws of the worm <gasps> and for its ability to cut prey cleanly in half. Ooh. It is a joy to have you guys back for another podcast season. Welcome back. She also Thank you. said, and I love this part... <laughs> Oh. P.S. Scooby Snacks were the best dog treats. The red treats shaped like the mystery machine were bacon flavored.
0: You know what, Gina? I, I wish I would have cut you off and been like, it's going to be about dog food. I knew it. The way your eyes lit up, I just knew it. I would have been two for two on this story for sure.
1: I just love that there's so many other people out there that just fucking snacked on little dog treats.
0: That's how you guys ended up finding micro penises. It's just all. Oh, it's like you you eat some dog treats. That's going to be in your future. You know, this was is there- a
1: different girl. This wasn't Carolyn with the micro. I'm just story. kidding.
0: Hey, is there a picture of that worm? There
1: is. So of course, you know, I had to look this up because I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I'm like, "There's actually a bobbit worm." So here we have the bobbit worm. The top wow. of it is like the scissor-like things. It looks very terrifying. It does.
0: Do, do you know how big it is?
1: I do not know how big it is. It, it, the article says, yes,
0: the Bobbit worm is named after
1: Lorena Bobbitt.
0: Oh, my God. The zoomed-in picture is terrifying of
1: this thing. It, it really, truly is terrifying.
0: I love that. hmm I mean, I wish it wasn't a worm. I wish it was something else, like some beautiful, majestic creature to be... Named after Lorena. But shit, I'd take it. This just goes to show how big of an impact John and
1: Lorena Bobbitt <laughs> had on this whole world. <laughs> even the animals. Yep.
0: It's pretty cool. I mean, this thing is really freaky looking though. It looks scary. Like even the
1: body has like sharp pointy things. Almost sticking like out a from
0: centipede it. mixed with an alien. I mean, there's no other way to describe this thing. It has like an antenna and mm-hmm. Wow. I'd want to see it in action. Do you think there's video of it? Like, actually.
1: I'm sure somewhere there is of it chopping its prey in half.
0: Amazing feeding to the bobbit worm.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. The
0: bobbit worm. Oh, it's going after fish. This thing is pretty large. Oh my god. (laughs) I mean, it looks like it's at least like 10 inches. Oh my god. It like. Oh, I have to show you this. This was insane. Okay, watch. Look at this thing.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, it just snatched him up. Oh.
0: I mean, this worm is going after a fish that's way bigger. But what the hell is the fish doing? Like, why are you just hanging out, fish? Yeah, that thing oh is
1: terrifying. And yes, it does look huge.
0: It looks like it's at least like 12 inches long. Mm, mm, mm. That thing is scary. Do you think the fish is trying to eat it?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, it literally looks like an alien. Like the whole head kind of like opens, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have nightmares on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so who
1: knew? It's not just us that is obsessed with the Bobbits,
0: okay? <laughs> So, speaking of things that are found inside people.
1: (laughs) Again, please don't tell me that somebody else has something shoved up their body. Yes, they
0: do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Indiana farmer transported to hospital with a live blank stuck in his blank.
1: I remember the first time that I was ever subjected to the... Seeing somebody have something shoved up their ass on the internet, and <laughs> this is the only thing that I'm thinking of, it was a man in a like operating room with a grape jelly jar in his asshole, and there was oh. like blood all See, around. See again,
0: it. don't use glass. Yeah, are you so, sure it wasn't just grape jelly? <laughs> no, it was
1: it was a Smucker's because it probably grape jelly jar
0: exploded. No, I, I swear, still my mom had this story. Uh, when she would work in this this er that a woman came in and she was using a wine bottle to pleasure herself and it got sucked in there they actually had to break it in order to remove it like (gasps) don't use glass first of all like use things that are cleared to be inserted inside of you and that's it use a freaking put a condom on a, a cucumber if you're that horny Or a
1: carrot. Oh, I'm sorry. I remember this. I I had to Google my little story now. It wasn't just a grape jelly jar. There was a potato behind the
0: jelly jar. (laughs) (laughs) I need a deeper. Yeah. Go deep. So what are you thinking is inside this man? I almost called him a gentleman and then I took that back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where's he from again? Indiana. I don't know, like an ear of
0: corn in his ass or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you got the butt right. Okay. But what is inside of him is live. It's alive.
1: No. Mm-hmm. Please tell me it's not like a gerbil or hamster. Nope. Nope. You want to
0: guess one a more? A cat. Time? No. Oh, my God. A farm owner from Shelbyville in Indiana was transported to the hospital in critical condition late last night with an extremely agitated chicken. More no. than half buried in his rectum. No. Yep. 57 years old, his name is Christopher Adams. He was inebriated, bloodied, and naked on a henhouse floor with a loudly clucking five-pound chicken sticking out of his ass. That's disgusting. The paramedics briefly tried to remove the agitated bird from its uncomfortable position, but to no avail, and decided to transport Mr. Adams and the bird to the hospital. Why would you do the poor bird like that? That's animal abuse. Yep. He had to go under seven-hour surgical intervention, and if they would have waited any longer, both the man and the animal would have died. Oh, my God.
1: And did this man say, Did he, what was his excuse for having this poor animal in his anus. Are
0: you ready for this? Yes.
1: No, but yes.
0: I don't really know how the bird got there.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you know, I was just out there feeding the chickens and then
0: all of a sudden, <laughs> of right one up. just jumped up my asshole. <laughs> Sir, why were you naked?
1: <laughs> Must have crawled
0: up there thinking it was its nest. Oh, <sighs> he had to have seven blood transfusions, more than 780 stitches. Oh my
1: god. The bird... that
0: poor bird was trying to freaking claw its it... way out. I mean, it has a beak and it has claws. Like, mm-hmm. what is going through your mind? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but the, the bird survived Thank and god. it was taken into custody and it will be treated for any other symptoms of PTSD.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, they better not have been like, all right, here's your chicken back. No way. I
0: think this man should probably go under some psychiatric evaluation.
1: Absolutely. And should not be allowed to own any animal ever again. Yep. All right. So I also found the pictures of the grape jelly jar and potatoes. <laughs> all you have to do is scroll down. And this is these are the pictures that I
0: saw. Wow. I mean, it, okay, so the, the jelly jar... It looks so much like the uh the lady with the glass tumbler mm-hmm. oh my God, <laughs> like they're using like their fingers, and you can see that oh, it's Kroger brand, <laughs> yeah, he's bleeding, mm-hmm. oh my god, there's the it's a red potato, <laughs> and the doctor takes a picture with the potato with a jelly jar, jo- oh my God, mm-hmm.
1: This is like an old photo because I remember seeing oh, this a long time God. ago. And that was the first time these photos of the jelly jar and the potato was the first time I realized that people shove things up their ass like that.
0: Someone wrote on here at least. <laughs> at least they let him retain some dignity and keep his socks on.
1: because <laughs> yeah, his feet are stirrups. in like stirrups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was like 2009, these photos. That was your first
0: time ever realizing that? Yeah.
1: Consider yourself lucky. I didn't know that people like to shove potato. Like, but my question is the potato was behind the jelly jar, right? Like, why the potato, then the jelly jar? How did you think you were going to get the potato out? Yeah, you'd have to fist yourself
0: in order to get that out of there, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) As someone said, Kroger grape jelly will never be the same for me. I don't (laughs) think I'll
0: look at it the same either. Not that I buy that, but shit.
1: There's uh, better things that you can do with your time, I believe, than shove anything up (laughs) your butt. Potatoes, jelly jars, chickens.
0: I'm a potato. (laughs)
1: What the fuck is wrong with just a dildo? I'm still so confused on that aspect. Just buy a dildo and shove it up there. You can pull it back out. You don't have to go to the ER. No animals are harmed. I just don't get it.
0: You know what? It's probably the the rush of... Maybe something could happen. You never know what's going to happen. Will I end up in the ER and need 800 and some stitches? Will I not? Will I pull this potato out and cook it for dinner? Maybe. Perhaps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have one more, one more little fun listener tidbit to share. Mm. It's from our buddy Mike. We haven't heard from Mike in quite some time. Yeah. It's pop back up. He sent me a little uh, article
0: for a book on Amazon. Oh, God. <laughs> I still have it. I mean, that freaking Yeti book is 60 pages long and I just Oh my gosh, we had
1: to move things around because we just got new carpet and so we had to move things around and on my dresser was the Mothman Erotica book. <laughs> Did the carpet installers see it? No, I moved it because oh. I was like, you "Oh my left god." That out. Yeah, I was like, "I don't want these carpet people to think I'm so Have your freak. dildo right
0: there. Your erotica book. Lube little candle tissue and this
1: book has been sitting on my dresser for I don't know how long and you know my husband's helping me move stuff and I was like oh I should move this and Chris was like yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> see I was smart I got the Kindle edition you can't you can't see mine he was just like yeah he's probably sick of looking at it too
1: exactly he's looking at me like yeah I don't want people thinking my wife masturbates to moth men <laughs>
0: like, why can't I just wrap my head around getting it done? It's 60 pages. I, I've read a lot worse. You know what? I'm going to Vegas next week. I'm going to bring... On North the plane. On the
1: plane, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look around to see if anyone looks at me and is like, look at what she's reading. <laughs>
0: I remember back in the day before like Kindles were really around, I had bought this book. It was Charles Manson's autobiography. Mm-hmm. Like, it's super interesting. Honestly, I highly recommend reading it because it's just a different take on the story, right? It's him. But he knows he's a good manipulator, like mm, mastering yeah. whatever. But I was reading this at the airport, and this woman was sitting next to me with her children, and she looked up and saw the cover <laughs> of the book, and she got up and with her children <gasps> and walked away. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this blonde chick. I'm real scary and intimidating. Well, he had
1: Mar- He had lots of followers. Mm-hmm. Manson
0: did. Yeah, I almost said
1: Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson. Yeah. So you know, she might have thought that you were like a cult follower of Manson. She's yeah, like, I was I'm taking notes kids and everything.
0: Here. I was like, oh no, like I mean, it's just a true crime book, but I feel like that was probably like 2006, so way more before like true crime was like acceptable uh, yeah. for people to really be interested in. She thought you was a freak. I I am. (laughs) She thought correct.
1: She knew. Okay, so the book
0: His Last Hope. Wait a minute. Something just popped into my head here. What? what? You keep talking about, Mm-mm, don't shove things up inside you unless it's a dildo. I'm
1: saying for other people, I do not own a dildo. Okay, I do not okay. own a vibrator. Oh, no,
0: no. That's not where I'm going. Oh,
1: okay. So I was like, I don't do that. Uh-huh. We've, already, I, we've already said I prefer my own fingers mm-hmm. if I'm doing something. Okay.
0: But so you're saying like, don't, don't do things like that, right? Mm-hmm. But yet, Miss... Over here, ready and willing to stick hard-boiled fucking eggs up your tutu.
1: Oh, that's different. How is that
0: different?
1: It's a little, like, it's a... T- an egg is not... A hard-boiled egg is not big. And... I caught you. I would do it... I I said I would do it if my husband wanted me to. Mm-hmm. If he had a fantasy that I was a mama chick and I had so to lay my, my maybe, eggs. Maybe
0: maybe this man... His person had a fantasy of a potato and some grape jam up their ass. You know
1: what? Touché. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I got you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My point was that I was willing to do something for my man. So, yeah, I guess maybe this person, they were like, you know what? I like jelly on potatoes, but only after they've been in your ass. And then he wanted to eat the potato afterwards with jelly
0: on it. This is what happened. All right. I can get behind that then. (laughs) And you have to leave your socks on. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's the only way. (laughs) Okay. What's the book? His Last Hope A Pregnancy Dinosaur Shifter Romance for Adults. Okay. That's a lot of words. A pregnancy dino shifter romance. romance. What is a dino shifter?
1: My thoughts were the same thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to Google like a what is a shifter. It is.
0: It's like a dinosaur that can shift shapes to different dinosaurs?
1: Shifter is just short for shapeshifter. It's just a term to encompass everything from the traditional fantasy novel fair, like werewolves to mythological folk <laughs> folkloric, folkloric, oh my God, that's hard to say, beings like Selkies and the Lamia, which I don't fucking know what those are. I don't know what a selkie. Selkie?
0: How do you spell that?
1: S-E-L-K-I-E-S. And lamia is L-A-M-I-A. The most important thing is that most shifters have in common across the genres. They show up in what they usually have at least two forms, a base humanoid form and a full animal form. Some shifters have the ability to partially shift parts of their bodies in order to inhibit a third full form between beast and human. So apparently these like shifter novels are a Huh. and it's not just dinosaurs it's like sharks
0: well this sel- selkie is seal folk so people who could change from seal to human form by shedding their skin I'm
1: assuming that lamia is a llama then if if that's what a selkie is
0: a lamia is a mythical monster with the body of a woman or with the head and breast of a woman and the body of a snake oh see, said I didn't to prey even on human that. beings and suck the blood of children Oh, my God.
1: So this is like a whole genre But I, I think of the llama would be better. I agree. <laughs> I like the llama better. I wish we wouldn't have even known
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> you erase that part from your memories. Yeah.
1: Ooh. But, yeah, I, I didn't know this whole genre was out there about shifters, shifter romance. So I guess this one, his last hope for a baby is, you know, and the cover – Shows a man in a hoodie, a dinosaur, and then a pregnant lady. So I'm assuming that he did impregnate her with his dinosaur seed, but we'll never know unless is, we buy the book.
0: Is the cover kind of the same as like our Mothman one and the Yeti one? I'll show you. Like Photoshopped awfulness? Nine ninety nine dollars on, on paperback. Yeah, why do they all look like that? Oh, a chapter one. You already bought it.
1: Oh, <laughs> The morning light shined brightly through the crack in the curtains that did little to shield 27-year-old Roz Bologna from the summer sun. Roz
0: (laughs) Baloney. Oh, my God. As Roz
1: opened her eyes and crinkled her nose prettily, she slapped her palm over her eyes and emitted a loud groan.
0: Oh. I'm Roz Bologna. (laughs) What the hell? So you're going to get it? You're going to read it? You know what I think my problem with the Yeti one? It's not written very well. It's written like a middle schooler would have written it. Look,
1: there's all kinds of chapters on here. I wonder if we can get to the erotic part.
0: (laughs) Fast forward to the good stuff. Yeah.
1: I want to hear about the dinosaur sex. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, you know what? We don't have time for me to read this whole book during our podcast, so maybe I'll buy it. I don't know. We'll see. You know what? I need to read Mothman first, but
0: I said to Mike- (laughs) It's only been like a year and a half, and we have not- Not read
1: it. I know. (laughs) Maybe I should read Mothman before I buy this dinosaur shifter romance novel.
0: I mean, is it more- maybe you can see if the library has it, (laughs) and then it's on your public file, (laughs)
1: That lady just checked out with a shifter book. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I said to Mike, moving on from Mothman to dinosaurs is obviously the next step.
0: There's nowhere else to go but up. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. What Mm -hmm. kind of dinosaur is it?
1: (laughs) Mike said maybe that's what made the dinosaurs extinct. Not enough women willing to have their
0: children. Yes. You know what? Right. He's got a point. I don't think. People and dinosaurs lived at the same time? Well, if it's a
1: shapeshifter. Oh. Hello? This is a shifter novel. I'm sorry. I forgot. I'm stupid. Get with the program. So dumb. Are
0: you ready for the next one? It's not something inside somebody. Okay. I was going to
1: say, if it's... (laughs) I can't handle any more things inside people. I'd, I'd rather sit here and read this dinosaur erotica chapters...
0: Okay, well then I guess today's episode is done and Gina's just <laughs> going to finish out by reading us this book. It's another one to guess. Man reportedly used blank to steal $2,700 from a Texas Walmart.
1: Well, a cattle. We're in Texas. He used cattle. <laughs> what? It's a cowboy hat. A boot. I don't know.
0: He used magic. Magic. Oh, I know. This one's actually quite genius, if you ask me. And mm-hmm. the fact that this is the first time we've heard of this, or at least I've heard of this. So he would go to Walmart and he went on a couple of different occasions in January and February. And he used sleight of hand to convince cashiers he had been shortchanged cash for purchases <gasps> made at the store. Wow. Yep. Mm. The technique employed by thieves involves using large bills to pay for inexpensive items, leading cashiers to count out a high number of bills in return. The thief then counts the bills back to the cashier while pocketing some of the change, then claims they've been shorted by the employee. So he was able to get away with $2,700. Oh my gosh, how many times did he do this? Twice is what it just says.
1: there's only – the biggest bill is a $100 bill. So even if you're buying something for $5 and giving them a $100 bill, they can only give you so much change.
0: Maybe he did it just on two different – two days. Maybe he went multiple times on two days. I don't know. But. I mean,
1: yeah, you'd have to go a lot of times in two days. Don't you think they would be like, uh, we saw you an hour ago and you <laughs> said we didn't give you the right change? <laughs> or maybe – he bought a big ticket item like a TV or something, and he gave them, you know, $2,000, and then he – well, no, that still yeah, didn't make any sense. it still doesn't sense. make sense, yeah. You're I'm right. trying to make this make sense, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: because still, they can only – you're not going to overpace for something $500.
0: Or it was $20, and the employee has just been like, it was $2,700 that's missing. And who's the real magician then? The employee. The cashier. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think we're onto something now. I think we are, too. I think you need to look into your cashier.
1: Yeah, because you can only give so much change for an item. You're not going to be like, oh, I overpaid you $500 on accident, and you need to give that back to me. Like, that doesn't happen.
0: God, now I feel like even more of an idiot. You just ruined my story. I'm sorry. But he's still at large. So he's out there just doing sleight of hand, (laughs) abracadabra. Yeah. Hey, I'm surprised we haven't heard of this more. Oh, I'm sure it happens all the
1: time. It's You know, $20, 30 40 $50 dollars here or there, people do shit like this. Be like, hey, you didn't give me my right change. And if you're a cashier at Walmart, you don't get fucking paid enough to argue with a customer. You're like, here's mm-hmm. your 20 bucks, mm-hmm. And I don't blame. I don't blame that. If it's a nice cashier, I don't blame them.
0: Because they're living $2,700 richer. Blame it on this this guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Florida is not off the hook today.
0: Yay!
1: Got a Florida man story. They're like,
0: man, we did you, what did we do last week? You guys don't like us anymore? Yeah, what the fuck? Florida wrote us emails and had just a bunch of crying emojis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need more sh- stories shared of us. 64-year-old Ken Carlisle of Clearwater, Florida, had beef with his neighbor and apparently really needed them to know about it. And Carlisle thought the best way to do that was to take a what on a glass table?
0: Poop. Of course. (laughs) Man, I am on fire today with your stories. On the
1: front porch, they had this glass table on their front porch (laughs) in, in broad daylight. This man took a shit on their glass table. Security cameras caught him in the act from two separate angles and the police showed up to his home later that day and arrested him for criminal mischief. Though this arrest normally would have ended with just a $250 fine, which I think that's funny. You take a shit on your neighbor's table and that's all you get is a $250 (laughs) fine.
0: Let's do it. It's so worth it. Let's do it. Um, I know a couple people whose glass tables I like to poop on. mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Take a big dump on their tables. I'm sure you've done this before, actually, Gina. (laughs) I mean, we've talked
1: about me pooping on a paper plate. My favorite is the poop sandwich. Yeah, that's the poop sandwich. (laughs) That's my favorite. I had to take a shit on the paper plate in order to make the poop sandwich, though. But again, the plan didn't go as we expected because we wanted the neighbor to pick up the poop sandwich, but their dogs ate it. So, yeah, whatever. Poor dogs. We tried. The effort was there, a for effort. Okay, so he was already out on bond following an arrest the past December <laughs> for drunk driving and discharging multiple firearms into
0: a lake near his house. Oh yeah. boy. he sounds like a great neighbor. <laughs> yeah, you're like you're complaining about what is the what are the neighbors doing? It doesn't say that's more annoying than somebody shooting a gun right into a lake. <laughs> oh come.
1: He was he, he was then freed on an eleven thousand five hundred dollar bond, but now he still remains behind bars for taking a shit on his neighbor's table.
0: Oh god.
1: I just showed her a picture. Yeah.
0: He looks like somebody who'd
1: poop on someone's table. He 100 percent does.
0: <laughs> well, I have one last story for you. Oh boy. And it's an urban dictionary. We haven't done this in a while. Oh God. Okay, okay. I don't think we've ever talked about this one. It doesn't ring a bell to me. So I'll ask you, I'll tell you what it is or what the name of it is and you have to tell me what you think it is. Okay, okay, okay. It's called a Philadelphia Sidecar.
1: Something creamy because I think Philadelphia cream cheese. So something to do with cum. I'm going to go with that Sidecar. I do love a Sidecar cocktail. What's in a sidecar? You know, everybody makes it differently, but basically it's like a cognac martini.
0: Oh. Um, The Philadelphia sidecar I got from Tom last night nearly perforated my bowel. See,
1: uh... Um, fuck, man. I give up. What the fuck? A a car, they put a toy Tonka car or truck in like... Or not Tonka, Hot Wheels. They... Came on a Hot Wheels car and shoved up his ass.
0: (laughs) You're way off. (laughs) Uh, When someone engages in sex with a colostomy stoma, using the stoma as a site of entry for a cock or some other pleasurable instrument.
1: Like the stoma stoma bag.
0: Like when people have to poop into a bag.
1: Yeah, but the stoma is like the part of their intestines that's sticking out from their stomach, correct? Yes. So they... They put their dick in the stoma hole?
0: Yes. (gasps) And upon further research of it, there's people who have done this and they've ended up with chlamydia (gasps) in that hole.
1: It's like basically your intestine
0: sticking out. Yeah. So even though it's Urban Dictionary, it's something that's been done.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: I came with the nasty stories today.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm just thinking, wouldn't that be painful? God, this is when you would want a micropenis.
0: <laughs> sure we can. Yeah. Only if you push your fupa and poke that thing out. <laughs> All one inch
1: of it. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, they probably get more pleasure, you know, of that little hole.
0: Ugh. Again, it's just one of those things. It's medically there. And what
1: if you come inside that like little stoma or whatever? That cannot be sanitary.
0: I mean, I guess shit's coming out of there. Never mind. Never mind. Well, you you do run the risk of infection. It's not an area that you're supposed to, you have to clean it, keep it clean. Even though poop's coming out of it, you still have to keep it clean. Yeah, and like change your colostomy bag. It's not something you should be fooling around with literally. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is nasty.
1: I just, you know, you never see a colostomy bag, in my opinion, think, wow, I'd really like them to take that off so I can fuck that hole.
0: Well, we don't have dicks.
1: Maybe it's different. I wouldn't want to rub my pussy on that either.
0: <laughs> no. Well, especially no, because then you definitely get an infection. Yeah. Yeah. You know and both down, Both. I'm going to rub my
1: clit on that thing. Mm-mm.
0: We are on the Challenge Mania feeds now, and Scott and Derek.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. They're probably like, maybe we should take this Ooh, off of our feed. This
0: isn't good. <laughs> hey, we have the explicit little E on our podcast letting you all know. Mm-hmm. This is for- these are for us people who are like-minded. Yeah, this is for the, the folks who like some of the little dirtier stuff, okay? Exactly. Sorry, Derek and Scott. <laughs> All
1: right, I have one last Florida woman story. Oh,
0: snap.
1: And then we can be done for the day. A Florida woman has been charged with a DUI after deputies discover the woman was not only impaired by alcohol, but was also a bit high on... Bath salts. Spray cans of deodorant. Yes. <laughs>
0: Doing whippets.
1: (laughs) Deputies say that 31-year-old Catherine Theodore was slow to tell deputies why she had multiple cans empty of right guard deodorant (laughs) in her car during a traffic stop.
0: (laughs) How do you prove
1: that? How do you prove that that was used for that? They said they could smell the strong scent of spray deodorant (laughs) inside the car. What if she just used it? She said she sprayed it because she really likes the smell.
0: (laughs) And they're like, you really like the smell. After
1: further investigation, deputies say she admitted to drinking alcohol early in the day, earlier in the day and then huffing the deodorant while she was driving her vehicle. Y'all, number one, I, let's make this clear that we are not condoning huffing deodorant.
0: We haven't, we're not condoning anything you've heard on anything. today's episode. <laughs> but what the fuck? I mean, I have
1: never in my life gone to the store to get a new, you know, stick of deodorant and looked at the spray and thought, you know what? Really like to huff that. Hmm. And, you know, it's a strong scent as well, too. Like, that would give me a fucking headache before I even got high. The smell.
0: You know, we sit here and try to understand. We're never going to, Gina. No. The human mind is amazing Mm -hmm. and disgusting. And the human body we've learned today is amazing, (laughs) too. (laughs) So what did y'all learn today? Keep things out of your body that do not need to be in there. Yeah, that includes
1: urethras, vaginas, assholes, like all of it.
0: Any hole on your body, any hole, leave it alone.
1: I feel like we just, (laughs) sometimes we start talking at the beginning of an episode and I'm like, you know what, maybe we'll keep it a little bit
0: lighter today. Well, I brought the nasty today. (laughs) I was like, your girl needs a little naughty talk.
1: Instead, no, we're talking about... Things in the body, fucking a dinosaur shapeshifter,
0: fucking a chicken, <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking a glass tumbler, more John Bobbitt, and in a, f- a worm named after it.
0: Anyways, so... That will conclude today's episode. Yeah. um, So if you have any stories that you hear, see, whatever, any of your personal stories, feel free to send them in. You can send them to BlondMomentsPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Or you can slide in our DMs. You can send us anything in our DMs. We read them all.
0: (laughs) I don't know why I was thinking that.
1: Okay. I'm going to end with our blonde joke. Yes. This one is a blonde guy. Girls are off the hook this week. A blonde guy and a brunette girl were happily married and about to have a baby. One day, the wife started having contractions, so the husband rushed her to the hospital. He held her hand as she went through a trying birth. In the end, there were two little baby boys. The blonde guy turned to his wife and angrily said, All right, who's the other father? <laughs>